0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Before the Pen podcast. Um, I'm here, Claire, here today, um, and I'm with my friend Sid. Hey, guys! And we're joined with a really special guest today. Um, so my good friend at Study Lizard, AKA Liz, um, you all know and love her, but she's one of my greatest friends and she has a lot of amazing content for both Studygram related things, which is what we've been talking about, and also some cool bullet journaling stuff too. And so we're really excited to have her here with us. Um, hi Liz. Hey guys, thank you for having me today yeah so just to kick yeah. things off as usual um we'd like to you know just ask you to share a bit about your experience your background you know how you got into um posting on instagram and doing what you do so i
1: started almost a year ago it would be a year ago on march 23rd and i started posting notes basic notes and i then transitioned into doing bullet journal over the summer because notes got kind of boring but um mm-hmm. I was always inspired by my friend, uh, Study Quill, Jasmine from Study quill. I had seen her content for like three years mm-hmm. prior to last year, and I was interested in posting about my notes because AP tests were coming up, and I was writing notes all the time. My friends were like, you know, you're doing all these nice notes. It's kind of, what what is the point of it, you know, like just for you to look at? And I was like, you know what, maybe I should mm-hmm. post about it. And it was kind of taking the step to post it was kind of scary cuz you're like you're always thinking about if people are actually going to like your stuff you know yeah. mm-hmm. and i definitely spent a lot of time trying to figure out what my feed would be in the beginning and it was you know kind of hard but um yeah and i post a lot of notes cuz i i know i have like nice handwriting i don't like to <laughs> push it on people it's you really know
0: cute. that i have mm-hmm.
1: nice handwriting thank you But I do, I am kind of aware of that, so I figured that I would start posting about my notes, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, first of all, congrats on almost like two days off from one year. Actually, when this comes out, it'll be one year, but very exciting. Um, (laughs) Definitely a big milestone, you know, to stick with something
2: for so long. So that's really exciting. Thank you. Okay, so one of our first questions is going to deal with, how you incorporate both your bullet journal and your study notes into your feed. So can you just tell us a little bit about how you include both of them? Sure, I originally started with
1: notes um, last year and over the summer, I started to realize that the way that I put pictures up, cause my first feed was pretty, there was a lot of like exposure. It was a lot of white, a lot of bright light in my feed and i was it editing got a little hard so then i started to do more of a warmer tone with like a light a nicer white background and i started just posting cuz i it was hard for me to figure out how to do both notes and my bullet journal so if you look at my old feed which most of it's not up anymore but if you look up do look at my old feed it was strictly either just notes or just my bullet journal and then mm-hmm. when I got to the studygram desk type because there's it's a wider picture angle there's yeah. a lot more you can put in that picture I started layering my bullet journal over my notes so you could see kind of both but now I do my notes and then like maybe a corner of my bullet journal it depends on kinda of the color scheme I think of color scheme first whatever my the main thing that in my picture like whatever color that is then i'll pick either some notes or like a bullet journal spread to go with it mm-hmm. so it's really about thinking about the color i think that's the biggest thing is cuz not all of my notes are the same color not all of my bullet journal spreads that are the same color and like each month there's a different theme right when you're bullet journal mm-hmm. yeah and a lot, most of my weeklies follow that theme kind of color scheme so it's a little harder to incorporate my bullet journal for sure because it's kind of very sectioned into the color schemes, but yeah, I it's just a lot of layering <laughs> for yeah. me my feed. It's just a lot you gotta be willing to cover some things up with if you wanna add something else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like something that's definitely um, like different about studygramming, like when you have like the different angle with your computer and everything, is that you know there's so much more room in your your picture for like different props and stuff. Um, like, what are some of the things that you like to put in your photos to like you know like the pens or whatever? Like, I also notice you have like a lot of food. Um, every time I look at your <laughs> feed, it makes me really yes. hungry. Like you get boba <laughs> so much. Um, what are <laughs> like what are some of your favorite things to include in your studygram pictures? So
1: I like to include a lot of color, something that is appealing to me just seeing a lot of colors and the not necessarily in rainbow order but just a lot of colors together makes me really happy. So I have different cups on my desk with my Tombos and my model liners and my pens and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I like to include those to bring a color into the background and then the food I like it's just a little break. It's something that everyone likes to look at is food, you know. Yeah. I like to bring a little break to just just plain notes because my notes aren't the prettiest topics. They're pretty, but, like, the topics <laughs> that I write, it's just, like, I'm writing notes about the stomach or, like, the digestive system. Like, it's not mm-hmm. the nicest thing to look at in terms
0: of topic. <laughs> what do you mean? So I, do I like love to- <laughs> looking at diagrams of your esophagus. That's, like, the most interesting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, to some people, it would be interesting. I don't want to, like, roll yeah, that out. Yeah, for up.
1: some people, yeah, that's true. But I for. The food is just something that if it's if I have it on hand that day, then I'll put it in there, or I'll use like milk tea if I, I'll mm-hmm. s- use it for like three different pictures in a row. You know, if you look at it, so- some of the pictures have the same food in them because I just really <laughs> use it yeah. over and over. But um, living in California, there's a lot of both places because our proximity to Asia, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Taiwanese influence here in the Bay Area where i live so there's a lot of chances for me to go get food and (laughs) um for the boba i there's a ton of boba places within like a five minute drive from where i live Mm -hmm. and what me my family does we order like four or five cups at a time so that we don't have to go as often Mm -hmm. you know so if you go out like once a month go get your boba fix for like two weeks as we I don't drink it all at once. Yeah. And you pace yourself. Save it. <laughs> you always got to save it. We're an offender. We got to save it. So yeah. And then we do order stuff online, like groceries online, because you don't want to go out. And then mm-hmm. some of the programs that we use, they have desserts that you can pick. So we do, do. That's nice. <laughs> I do pick a lot of food because it's something that, it's a break from studying and everything that's going on.
2: So yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, this is a little quick note. Do you still have, like, Mo, your little dinosaur that you post with your I post? do. Oh, my gosh. I do, yeah. He's on my desk. I need to water him today. The, thank you for
1: actually reminding me. You know, <laughs> I need to water him today. Nice. But, yeah, he's he's still on my desk. I still change his hat once in a yes. while. But um, with, <laughs> so cute. with the new feed, since I don't want to keep doing the whole... The laptop angle, I got a little tired of that. So Mm -hmm. he might come back and like my stories and stuff like that, but probably not my feed for a little bit.
2: I see. You guys need to go check it out. You need to like scroll down in Liz's feed and just go look at Mo. He's so cute. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So as like
0: somebody who's posted you know both the bullet journal side and also studygram content um, is there one that you like prefer more or like you know what is like kind of the overlap in the content um you know uh, like how are they different how are they similar i
1: definitely think notes are easier to post just because the editing is a lot easier most of it is just black pen So there's not a lot of... You don't have to play with a lot of colors. With the bullet journal, I found that it was just hard to stay consistent because of all the colors. And I like using yellow a decent amount because yellow is, like, a nice bright color, but yellow is the hardest color to edit. I'm sure you both know. I'm I'm doing,
0: like, monochrome spreads right now, and, like, the one I just did last week was all yellow. And it was just, like, I can already feel, like, the amount of editing I have to do for that. It's just, like, oh, man.
1: And I like to use... Yeah, I like to use a lot of pastel colors too. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work trying to make sure, trying to figure out how to make it consistent. And with the lighting changes, it's hard for the bullet journal to be consistent without being like overexposed Mm -hmm. for me. So I do think that notes are easier. In terms of, because also notes, I don't post very close up pictures of my notes. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the notes that I do post are kind of. Reused, I use the same sets of notes over and over because of it's just convenient with the bullet journal. sometimes if I'm not feeling particularly creative for a week, you know then that's that week's spread isn't as nice as I want it to be, and I find myself having a hard time letting myself post it, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's definitely the notes that I feel like are easier
2: okay, so kind of talking again about the overlap between Bullet Journal and Studygram, but this time in the community. are there is there an overlap in like the people in the communities or are they very different? And then if so, in what ways are they different? So I'm
1: a lot closer with the Bullet Journal community because I feel like they're more willing to talk, yeah. I guess. For people in the Studygram community, I definitely f- have found less who are willing to keep having conversations over and over, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But in terms of overlapping the communities, I think both of them are very supportive. They're all mm-hmm. very supportive groups of people. And there is a lot of overlap in terms of the, just the personality of the people. You know, They're all willing to help out, willing to talk, yeah. willing to be friends. But I do feel like the blood journal community is slightly more welcoming mm-hmm. in terms of creativity-wise. Because mm. the study ground community is a lot I wouldn't say it's a lot smaller, but I do notice a smaller presence. People mm-hmm. are more busy when they are posting notes all the time. They're busy as studying. The people. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. You know.
1: But I do think that both of the communities are amazing. I've met some really good people like you guys and mm-hmm. some of my other friends in the Bullet Journal community. And yeah, I actually do think that most of the people that I follow are from the bullet journal community even though a lot of them I followed before I even started posting my bullet journal which is kind of weird yeah. but yeah I do <laughs> both communities are really nice but I do think that the bullet journal community is a lot more prevalent you see a lot more than the study ground community for sure
2: mm-hmm. okay so we were talking earlier about how you had like the feed change to the laptop kind of angles recently so uh was that the only feed major feed change you've had or have you had others in the past and do you have any advice for other accounts that aren't completely satisfied with their content and do you suggest them doing a feed change if they are into it so this feed change that I'm on I think is my fourth
1: feed or fifth feed that I've had Mm -hmm. and I definitely felt that it was hard for me to change the feed because I've always looked at other accounts who change fees constantly. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of annoying, you know? Like <laughs> when you keep, when you see them keep changing it and then they're like archiving old posts and you're just kind of like, you know, I supported you back then and like the posts that I liked are gone now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, I've always thought that it was kind of hard to accept that I wanted to change my feed, but I definitely feel like if you aren't satisfied with what you're posting, realize that your account, the reason why you have your account is for you. It's not for anyone else. Mm -hmm. It's for you to look at, right? (laughs) Other people are gonna look at it too, but it's, it's a representation of you. And if you're not happy with what you're putting out, then I definitely feel like you can consider changing your feed. Like I took the month of February off Mm-hmm. Not for any, like, personal mental health reasons or anything. My mental health was actually, like, really great in the month of February. But I took that month off because I found myself not happy with my feed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: or Like, in the terms of keep posting the same thing over and over. So I was, like, trying to figure out for, like, the whole month, trying to figure out what I was going to change and how to make it better. And I think it takes time. It takes time to find what you like, what editing style you like, what background what mm-hmm. kind of like tone and the colors in your feed. And I do think that it's it's hard to, you know, like I said, it's hard to want to or like accept the fact that you're going to change it, but if you do accept that fact, then spend your time and don't worry about your insights going down, like your reach going down and stuff like that when you're taking that break. Just do it for yourself is honestly what I would say because your account is a representation of you. And I think that that's the biggest part. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I definitely feel like, um, I feel like I've definitely struggled with what you're saying. Like, I I feel like I'm someone who is like really resistant to change. And like, you know, sometimes when I want to change my feed, I'm always like worried about like, you know, the transition not going smoothly or something. And I feel like in general, there's a kind of like almost you know a a level of perfectionism that so many people strive towards like they want everything to look exactly a certain way or like you know you see someone else with like a really clean feed and you want your feed to like be just as clean as theirs and it's like I don't know I feel like sometimes we get really stuck in that mindset and we don't like experiment or branch out to other things um which is definitely definitely. yeah unfortunate but like I feel like it's something that just happens kind of naturally um in like our community and stuff
2: Yeah, I feel like I also, I don't know about you guys, but I also find myself comparing my own feed to other people's, and like, Mm -hmm. after I post something, I like regret posting it, or for example, today, after I posted one of my posts, I was like, after I scrolled through my homepage and looked at everyone else's, I'm like, oh, this isn't very good, like, I don't really like the lighting very much, it's kind of a little bit dull, I don't know, maybe I should just archive it or anything, and... I guess I was just wondering if you guys go through the same thing where you like kind of doubt your own editing style and like all these things, but how do you like get over that? <laughs> I definitely feel that
1: all the time because the past two feeds that I've had are very lighting based mm-hmm. with the desks and now I'm still on my desk. The current feed is still of, of my desk, but it's just like a different angle, mm-hmm. but um, definitely feel that um lighting is a really big part of it so i've noticed when i go through my own feed that there's like some posts are really cool color because the sun was out or some feeds some posts are really warm because the sun wasn't out and Mm -hmm. i find myself looking at the ones that are like too warm or too cold and i think like should i archive this or should i keep it you know and I feel like eventually if it's been up there for like a while and then you're still not happy with it I feel like go ahead and archive it if it's just like not up to what mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. up to your standards but people are gonna enjoy it and people aren't gonna look at your feed for the, uh, the amount of time that you do you know because yeah. they're looking at their own feed Yeah. so I feel like <laughs> the biggest thing to remember is that people aren't looking at the details that you are. And Mm -hmm. I think that it's hard for us to realize that sometimes because we see it all the time, but if you take a step back and think, they're actually not looking at, they're not comparing this feed's lighting to that. Mm -hmm. You're the only one that's doing it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like um, one thing at least I try to do is to archive as little as possible. I think, um, I think I've only archived maybe like two posts total because like. I don't know I feel like part of it is also because you know I've like g- gotten into a rhythm of posting a certain way where it's like I desaturate the background so much that like there's less consist- inconsistency um but I also think like even sometimes when like the lighting is different or like something doesn't look good I think um trying to like force myself to not archive it is like a way to help me like get over like Um, focusing in on some imperfection that, like, really doesn't matter at all. Because, like, I definitely agree with what you said, Liz. Like, you know, I'm never going to, like, go through your feed and be like, this one picture, it's way too warm. I'm unfollowing. (laughs) Like, you know, no one actually does that. So I feel like, yeah, like... Obviously, like, if you really want to um, archive, like, there's nothing wrong with it, but um, as long as you don't, like, do it out, out of, like, necessity, you know, because, like, again, like, your feed is something that you should really enjoy, and so if you don't like it, you can obviously change it or, like, delete some things, um, but, like, just don't feel the pressure to, like, everyone's expecting me because, like, it should be something that you do for yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm curious for both of you, how long does it take you to edit photos? Like, how long do you, (laughs) how long on average do you guys spend just sitting there trying to get the colors
2: right and everything? Claire, do you want to go first?
0: Yeah, I mean, I know Sid is, like, pretty quick, especially with her, like, softer, (laughs) Um, but for me, I'd say, like, it's not too bad, maybe, like, 15 minutes, Um, but the thing is, like, normally I edit photos, like, during class. (laughs) So like it doesn't actually cut into my life that much. It's mostly just like, you know, because like we have like these really long passing periods this year because of COVID, Um, and so like I'll just like get to my class early and I'll just like have nothing else to do because I'm not gonna like whip out my computer for like ten minutes. So then I'll just like pull out my phone and like edit a picture or like even like on Zoom during class I'll just edit. But I would say like now that I've like gotten into the exact flow of things, it's probably like between ten to
2: fifteen minutes yeah mine is definitely a lot shorter than that (laughs) claire was saying okay so i i don't know about liz i feel like we talked about this at one point in our friendship but like i still use instagram for editing i don't use any other app but i literally today i took a picture and then i sat on my couch for like 20 seconds and i just slid the brightness up the dis or the saturation down and then i just did the um what is it called shadows I think there's shadows and I turn that all the way up so it just is bright and that's literally all I do and people DM me all day asking how I edit my pictures and I'm like okay um you just slide these three little bar thingies and that's it that's literally all I do so that's why I kind of doubt myself because I feel like I should be doing more but some people like it apparently so I'm just yeah yeah I mean sometimes (laughs) less is more there's nothing wrong with um anyone's style
0: right now so (laughs) yeah Yeah, what about you liz like how long do you take normally
1: i i'm like sit i use i just use the features that instagram has i feel like they're fine they're good enough for me because i don't (laughs) i don't use the filters or anything i just use the adjustment the the brightness the yeah yeah, the just the adjustment tools and it takes me like 30 seconds to a minute it i think for me the longest part is actually taking the picture because like finding the right angles I think that's just the biggest thing finding the right angles and then arranging things like once you take the picture it takes like a couple seconds to edit do the sliding thingies and then export into the app and like put your little watermark on it and then i'll re-upload it back into instagram i think that's like the only part that takes time but yeah it's not the editing itself is fine but for me it's just the figuring out actually how to take the picture and make it look nice that's the biggest part for me Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah definitely um like do you do you go through like highs and lows with your engagement then like do you find that like changing feed kind of affects that at all um yeah or like you know what kind of motivation keeps you posting throughout all of that so i can take
1: the february break that i took as um something i can talk about I was kind of worried about how long I was gone because I was gone for, like, a month, I'm pretty sure. Mm
2: -hmm. Even though
1: February is, like, a shorter month, but still it was, like, about 30 days that I wasn't posting. And I was kind of scared that, like, my engagement wasn't going to come back. And the first two posts, like, I expected it, right? Mm -hmm. My first two posts did pretty pretty well, like, generally speaking. But it wasn't the type of engagement that I got before on Mm -hmm. my desk pictures. But then, like, the third post that I posted got, like, 2000 likes and I was like whoa what the heck like (laughs) I was expecting some time for things to come back Mm -hmm. but I wasn't expecting it to be that that fast and I definitely think that Instagram it has it's weird they reward the posts that you're not confident
0: about I know yeah Yeah. it's it's so true (laughs) sometimes because like I find that I know like for me like the, the monthly covers that I spend hours into like especially the painting ones like They, like, they do fine, but i just, like, for the amount of time I put into it, I really hoped it would do better. (laughs) And then, like, some random, like, weekly spread that, like, I just, like, made on, like, 1 a.m. It just, like, blows up. I'm like, okay. I mean,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do think for
1: all feeds, it takes time for the engagement, for um, your insights to realize that you changed your feed and that your feed's going to stay. You know, mm-hmm. like the first couple of feeds, the first couple of pictures when you post, when you change your feed, it's normal to, for those to be lower engagement because Instagram's like, whoa, this is not your normal content. You know, once mm-hmm. it realizes that that is your normal content now, it'll definitely pick back up. So yeah, yeah. I don't know.
2: That's definitely The algorithm's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we enter another random question that I have. So Do you take your notes as they are when you post them or during lecture? Or do you, like, rewrite them after you take, like, scratchy notes? I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, do all of your notes look like that? That's a good question.
1: In person, I feel like my answer for in person and online school is different. But Mm -hmm. for in person, I would take regular pencil notes in class. Because the thing about my handwriting is that it... It's not slow. I write fast. Oh. And what I write when I write fast, it's it's what you see on Instagram like,
0: "Oh wow." That
1: doesn't take me any longer to write mm-hmm. than like a normal pencil note-taking scratchy work does. So, I definitely feel that it's not something that I go out of my way to rewrite notes. And it's it's not anything it's not slower. That's just Okay. <laughs> what all that word vomit that I just said sums up into it's not any slower but Mm -hmm. for online classes I don't take notes in class because there's not our classes are like 45 minutes there's nothing much to do Mm -hmm. so the notes that I take are me typing out the notes from the textbook and then me taking time like two days later to rewrite to write them on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. so it's not like yeah I we don't do n- notes in class anymore because my teachers don't really t- <laughs> they really teach oh. that much through Zoom. <laughs> it's mostly <laughs> just me reading the textbook, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, and if I am stressed out and there's a lot of schoolwork to be done, then I will cut my losses and I will not write my fancy notes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I do recognize the fact that it does take me a little longer time to write him, but it's not like it takes me like hours so i do f- see videos of other people who are writing really aesthetic notes and like their handwriting is pretty slow and i'm like in the long run does that really is that really <laughs> beneficial yeah, to really. you <laughs> probably not <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so my handwriting is pretty fast like i don't it doesn't take me too long to write so yeah
0: yeah i mean you're definitely really lucky about that i feel like for me like if i have a really nice handwriting definitely slow and then like the faster I go like the worse it gets and like if I want to go really fast it's like chicken scratch you know just like completely (laughs) illegible except to like me Um, and I feel like I I, kind of relate to you like it depends on my level of desperation (laughs) like if I'm like okay test tomorrow have not started studying it's like 10 p.m already we're not doing nice notes we're just gonna scribble on a piece of paper you know Um, so definitely like I can see but you're really lucky that you have like good handwriting um, regardless of speed and stuff it's definitely a good skill <laughs> to have um, yeah so do you think like um, I mean I guess like you started your account like in quarantine last year right so do you think yeah. like um, like having the school your startup again um, kind of changed things for you or like has it affected um, the like the way that you're posting content uh, what you've really enjoyed creating because of like this extra burden I guess so I started
1: second semester of my junior year last year, and at that point, I was just writing AP notes Mm -hmm. for the AP test, and then once those were over, I did do classes over the summer, but those notes were kind of... I didn't spend too much effort into making those notes fancy, per se, because those topics were a lot heavier than my normal school topics, The school topics I was writing about, like, U.S. history, you know? It's just kind of stuff that everyone writes about, but over the summer I took more specific courses in like criminology and forensics and I'm like, I'm not gonna make fancy titles for the word, like, (laughs) for, you know, specific (laughs) specific topics Mm -hmm. in criminal justice, I'm like, I'm not gonna write fancy notes for those. So over the summer I did find myself, like, at a loss of what note content I should post, so then I started transitioning to just posting my bullet journal. And then when school started back up again i had less time to work on my bullet journal so i switched back to posting notes Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it definitely depends on the amount of stuff that i'm learning in school i do think that Mm -hmm. what i post Mm -hmm. (laughs) because right now i'm doing a lot more of just note taking because of school so i'm posting less of my bullet journal over the summer definitely will be going back to the bullet journal so it's like an ebb and flow of the the percentage of notes to bullet journal Mm-hmm. And I do think that school starting up again, it made me realize what my bullet journal was for. I'm like, what am I actually using this bullet journal for? Is it to make it all nice for other people to see, or is it for me to just write down on my tasks for today? Mm-hmm. So I do think that school starting back up again and then having all these college apps to do made my bullet journal a lot more functional than it was before. Mm-hmm. I, that also that also helped me to realize that like I got to spend time doing notes that actually matter for my school grades and stuff like that instead of just working on my
2: bullet journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we that's all the questions we have for you. And you gave us some really great advice, let me tell you. And I really enjoyed listening to how you combine both different creative features when it comes to your journal and your notes. So I think that's where we're going to end it today. Um, if you guys enjoyed, make sure to go and check out Liz's account. And it's at studyxlizard. And then I guess, Claire, do you want to share your socials?
0: Yes, you can find me at Sun Cerulean.
2: And you can find Sid at? Sydney Journals And then in the podcast at Before the Pen Podcast. So we really enjoyed having you, Liz. Thank you for coming on. It was so fun talking to you. Thank you for having me, guys.
1: I'd love to have conversations with you guys over <laughs> during times like these. Yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. Alrighty. Thank you so much again, and we'll see you all next week. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening.